Tillman's with me in the first hour. We're going to talk at length with this man who has been a vital part of Tallahassee's music scene. That's our focus today as we bring Kathy Rogers, Chris Skeen, also contributive members. Uh, Chris, for his part, part of this remarkable group called Revival. And Kathy Rogers, who is this wealth of information about all things musical in Tallahassee. So stay with me. Tallahassee Talks with Brian Cerny, brought to you by Widden Glass, Tallahassee's first name in glass for your home or office, and by Merry Maids. Call Merry Maids. Relax. And it's done. In 1945, Jack Whitten started a glass company in Tallahassee. Now over 75 years and three generations later, it's still working every day, doing just as Jack wanted, giving his customers real solutions for replacing window glass, providing custom-cut mirrors, and supplying superior bath and shower enclosures. Local building contractors know Whitten Glass takes care of Tallahassee business. They prefer Whitten because of their precision and mastery of eye-catching storefront glass, and countertop glass. It's a fact. When you choose Wooden Glass, you're working with real glass people who will take care of you to your complete satisfaction. It's what Jack Wooden wanted, and it's been the Wooden way of doing business for over 75 years. Wooden Glass, Tallahassee's first family in glass since 1945. Call Wooden Glass today or visit them online at 222 5781 or com. Well, my friend, I think it's fair to say we are officially now at the beginning of Christmas season. Happy holidays to all. And uh, we'll continue on in that way of thinking for the next several weeks as we uh, celebrate all that Christmas brings to us, the good news of great joy. Um, in lots of ways in which we'll try to do that for you here. City of Tallahassee is participating in that as they want to do the winter festival happening tonight. Yeah, bit a bit of a rainy weekend, but hey, come on. Who knows? Maybe it'll turn into a freakish snowstorm. Okay, not likely. The city of Tallahassee is spreading festive cheer all December long with a joyful lineup of popular events. These are free seasonal festivities all around town. Of course, tonight's lighting ceremony, the Winter Festival. Yeah, man, that's that's cool stuff. And then there's the Holiday Stroll. Ah. Candy Cane Lane at McCarty Park. This is all downtown now. The chain of parks if you're not familiar that opens up and that allows you and your loved ones to take a lovely candy cane stroll through this festive lighted area with all the appropriate christmas decorations and candy canes and such uh goes from three in the afternoon till 10 o'clock at night you can hear the sounds of the holiday season and all these beautiful Ornaments and such. Candy Cane Lane, they call it. 
And let's see, the lane is also open nightly from 6 to 9, December 3rd through the 10th. Okay, so that continues on. Then there's the uh, stroll around Cascades Park. That happens on the 9th with singing and dancing to merry melodies as they fill the air at Cascades Park. I don't think I'll be doing any of that, but it sounds enjoyable. Hitting happy notes, they say. Dozens of different acts will showcase their talents throughout the winding trails of Cascades Park. And uh, how fun that will be. Back to the point, tonight uh, begins with the Winter Festival and the Grand Parade with jolly festivities from 3 to 10. Food vendors and arts and crafts and merchants, holiday lights. Uh, I believe there's actually a lighting ceremony. There's the Jingle Bell Run that happens just prior to that whole thing. Uh, Thousands and thousands of twinkling lights at the annual celebration of lights. So there you go. Um, Sounds fun to me. Let's see what else we got. City of Tallahassee talking about Santa calling. Ah, this is high tech. Actually, this is something I remember as a kid. My parents would do this. So maybe it's not as novel as I'm thinking. The city of Tallahassee will add some extra holiday magic to the season by registering for a call from Santa for your little one. Okay, I see that's what I was thinking. This heartwarming event takes place Thursday, December 7, 6 to 8.30. And the registration for this opens... Uh, actually opened up earlier this week. So you need to go to talgov.com. Get in there and get, you know, Santa to call your, your kids there at the house kind of thing. You'll have to explain all of that later to them, you know, as they get older. But it's okay. Uh, Elf Night. Elf Night at Dorothy Oven Park. Now, friends, if again, this is for some of us, this is an old timey thing. And man, if you've been in Tallahassee for any length of time, you've you likely have taken this in. But for our newly uh, arrived residents, welcome. Uh, you need to do this. Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus, and a whole host of uh, elves will be making their appearance at Dorothy B. Oven Park's annual Elf Night. Now, this comes up Thursday the 14th. you got to write these things down. Thursday, December 14th from 5.30 to 8. Over 250,000 lights twinkling against the night sky, transforming the park into a winter wonderland fit for Santa and all of his Arctic friends. Yeah, that would be like, you know, moose beavers um wolverines maybe certainly the polar bears would be a part of that right penguins okay visitors are invited to take a stroll around the decorated grounds let santa know all the items that are on your holiday wish list wow so there's all kinds of good stuff for us going on um and i certainly hope that you will have opportunity in the weeks ahead to take advantage of this wonderful, wonderful time of year, courtesy of our good friends with City of Tallahassee and the annual Winter Festival, which began so many years ago um, with the um, 
efforts of Steve Meisberg, who was mayor at the time, and our good buddy Del Suggs. They teamed up, and they got all the local musicians and coordinators and such to just make it happen. And uh, personally, I remember it because I was uh, working then um, within an advertising agency that I had started back in 92. And one of our clients was Jones Tractor Company, if you remember Jones. Earl Jones and his guys, his family and all, fantastic uh, company. Anyway, so we were promoting Jones Tractor Company and had them bring from Thomasville, I want to say, maybe Cairo actually, uh, this massive combine, loaded it up on a semi and brought it all the way down here to Tallahassee. And then we we got crews of his guys and our guys, and we just slathered that big old machine. It was a monster uh, with little tiny white lights. Let me tell you, that thing was enormous. And, I mean, it stretched the entire width of Monroe Street, curb to curb. And with, you know, golly... I have no idea. Hundreds, maybe thousand little white lights on that thing. And it of course it comes crawling down the the, the parade route on Monroe. <laughs> and every little kid uh up and down that uh, stretch, they were just mesmerized. So once in a while, you know, when you're in a in the business of marketing and advertising, you you know, you hit one out of the park, and that certainly did, because, my golly, they were getting phone calls about that for weeks after. And good old Jones Tractor Company was the beneficiary. They, uh, I think they sold a lot of John Deere tractors that week. Uh, okay, so that was my personal, you know, self-indulgence there. But I will say that the Winter Festival has this magnificent history with our fair city. And around the region. And so I think it's uh, fair to say it's a good thing to do. And uh, we'll keep you posted as more and more of these activities occur. Don't forget, of course, that we are in the full swing of the Christmas Connection campaign we call Help Christmas Connection. They opened up officially this week at their headquarters down there on the corner of Jefferson and Bruno. So you can stop by there and leave a donation if you would like to do that, or you can go online to their website. Best thing to do is to go to our website called helpchristmasconnection.com. Drew Tillman is not only a personal friend, he is a friend to this town and a friend to people arguably all over the country and, and around the world. And the man has uh, devoted his life to being honest. And as a songwriter, as a performer, as a singer, uh, a guitarist, as a as a as a man who was the centerpiece for 911, this this uh, very entertaining band and other works, uh, he has uh, endeavored uh, to maintain that honesty with us. And so, when you are listening to Drew Tillman and his music. And in whatever fashion you find that, if it's in a band or if it's solo, wherever he may be, uh, you have the confidence of knowing that you're getting the real deal. You're getting 
the presentation of the man in a way that uh, is really unvarnished um, and unabashed, unapologetic, just laying it out there. Um, he's great at bringing some classics to us um, in his own styling, uh, but he is the only local singer, songwriter to be invited to appear at the legendary 30A Songwriters Festival. And so it happens that it is our pleasure when we have the opportunity to have Drew, Drew with us here in studio. And it is on this occasion that I want to say welcome, Drew Tillman, to our show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. Now you're allowed to speak. Okay, okay. going forward. But when the host is talking. Right. Shut up. There's, I mean, there's etiquette here, man. No, I, I, I have my, I that's it. the one moment I have <laughs> to myself. That's it. Um, yeah. And, and, and everything that I'm saying about you is just exactly how I see you, how I experience you, have experienced you right. over the years that we've known each other and the many times you've been on the show, the many performances that we have yeah. shared and, you know, all around. And uh, uh, knowing you and your family, um, it's, it's a pleasure. Because it, you know, and I'm going to keep preaching here, but at the same moment, I'll say because of this rarity, there is a need, I think, for us to have more genuine, more honest, more open um, performances and music and art and literature and such. Yeah, you're one of those people that I treasure for that reason. Well, I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, as far as maybe that's what but, it is because yeah i identify with i just that. i think you know one of my big th- thought came to me when you were talking was it doesn't matter what i think mm-hmm. it doesn't matter uh what i feel what matters is what did you do mm-hmm. did you help did you give your part to the audience? Mm. Did you do your job mm. the way you're supposed to? I, I, and I, I, I just learned time and time again that if my heart is engaged, mm-hmm. the song is better for me. Um, I'm not real technical as far as, you know, um, uh, I can execute. Don't get me wrong. You're a great technician. I I, I hear that. I just, I always try to find the space for the song. Right. So, and then it goes better. I, 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 I just, and I noticed that audiences respond. From one time to the next, too, I would imagine, because this has been my experience with you, uh, any genuine performer, I uh, use that word very carefully, but in any performance, in studio, on stage, it's difficult for you to be other than who you are. And I think that that is probably yeah. what I'm pointing to. 
Well, you know, I think God gave me a voice that can do certain things, and there, uh, and I, I hope I use it to my full, fullest ability. There's a nice segue because I want to hear this song that you have recorded for us okay. today, if you will, uh, "Cry Yourself a River." Okay. One of my faves that you have done for us. And uh, so, folks, let's take a moment and listen. Drew Tillman, Cry Yourself a River. Cry yourself a little river. Don't hesitate to call it blue. I believe I got myself a good one How I paid the price for you Cry yourself a river, don't hesitate Beg for forgiveness until you pray Your medicine, it don't quite deliver I say cry, cry, cry yourself a river Persuaded by a force of nature Little fly in a Venus trap It seemed all the planets were aligning The signs don't tell you where it's at My past is chasing me, I hesitate And I feel the future, well it's always been that way your medicine, it don't quite deliver. I say cry, 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 your silver river. A river. A little promise One I know I'll never keep If you dance In the devil's trouble What you sow Boy Is what you reap about those nine planets Well now they say there's only eight They told me about the heart of a woman They never said my heart would break Cry yourself a river Don't hesitate Beg for forgiveness Until you pray your medicine, 
you don't quite deliver I say cry, cry, cry You're a river A river Stay prepared for severe weather all year long. Have a plan. Have what you need on hand. Stay in touch with important information and know the service providers you can trust. Hello, I'm Brian Cerny. Tallahassee Prepared was created to keep you and I informed and prepared for severe weather 365. Go to TallahasseePrepared.com. It's there for you 24-7 because staying prepared is more than a season. It's an attitude. Learn for yourself at TallahasseePrepared.com. Hi, I'm Josh, and this is an ad for Super Signs. We were going to do an ad that was funny or maybe really dramatic. You know, something clever. But that just didn't work. So I'm just going to tell you, Super Signs is great. I mean, they're really great. And it's not just me saying it. Lots of people posting and talking to their friends. Here's one. We are so happy with all our signs and banners by Super Signs. Highly recommend. Here's another. These guys are awesome. They run their business with great quality and service. Our lighted sign looks fantastic. I can't rave enough. Super Signs does the really big stuff, like outdoor lighted signs, vehicle wraps, wall murals, and all the banners, the yard signs, and indoor signs, too. So for your business or your birthday party, Super Signs is your sign company. So that's it. That's our ad. Super Signs is great. I mean, really, really, really great. You should call them, 422-1883, or go to their website, yoursupersigns.com. How's that for clever? We're back. We're talking with Drew Tillman, who is admittedly one of my famous persons. That I have this man crush thing going on. It's, <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing, I admit, but... but um, it helps me stay honest too when I'm uh, listening to Drew uh, in conversation or in his music and it, it, it reminds me of the things that matter most mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. um, one of those things for you Drew has been your family and maybe that's the center point of your life your faith in God your care for and love for your family and then your willingness to hang with people like us around town and around the country where you get to go and and be you again yeah and you've got that happening this week you're going to be at where at hurricane or no at your yeah hurricane this will actually air saturday so I have to rephrase that. Okay. So you were at hurricanes last night, right? Right. That was a great show and then you're going to be playing again today down at, uh, where is it, in Appalachian? In, uh, at on Harry A's on, on the island, on St. George. St. George Island at yeah. Harry A's. Yeah. Okay, so folks, you've eight, got opportunity. Eight to 12. You want to get down there? Come on, man, let's go. Harry A's, St. George, 8 o'clock tonight. Drew Tillman, 911. 911. That's and right. tell us about the, the, it's a trio at this point, isn't it's it? It's four of them. Oh, there's four, four players. Piece, Who are the yeah. players? Yeah, we have Steve Taff on guitar. Of course. 
We have Richard Tingstead on bass. Again. And Perry Nelson on drums. Oh, man. And they are just they're super phenomenal different. They are. people. They and are great they people. also yeah. are amazing musicians. You know, I don't have to worry about <laughs> anything. And when, when I make a mistake, and I make mistakes, we all do, but when I do, they get me out of it. You know, uh, uh, when uh, it's four four time and I play three instead <laughs> of four, they get me out of it They're, somehow. I don't know how they do it, but Richard's like amazing at that. Uh, you know, and uh, well, we all, all have are. a little bit of jazz in us, so that helps, right? You can we kinda... do, and you know, something we kind of we're morphing a little bit. We we kind of. Uh, let ourselves spread out a little bit on uh, the songs. Uh, you know, uh-huh. we'll we'll explore the song and we'll go places. We never play the song same twice. Uh, that is true. I mean, even I if can you wanted you to, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just. I believe that you know, music should tell a story and it should say uh, uh, something every time you play it. So if you came to see me three or you know the band three or four times yeah, yeah. and you hear the same song, they're going to go. Huh. Yeah. It's different. It's, you know. Because you're different. Yeah, because you change, because you're not the same. Yeah, yeah, and you're coming from a different place. And you're you're trying to evoke. See, to me, that notion, while it's unstated as such, is a very healthy, uh, productive uh, way of you being as a person, but in as a musician and as 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 nine one one, you're encouraging us to live in a way that keeps us in the moment. We're looking yeah. for I want it to be exactly the same way every time. Well that's fast food, man. That's not real life. Right. Real life is it's different every time. There's there's not that it's about... unrecognizable, but execution is important. And to do uh, the same things, but in between those things, that's where uh, you know you uh, where you thrive. It's like you live on the edge of disaster at every moment. It's kind of like mm. you know race car drivers talk about they drive the car to the to the edge of its ability. At all moments, every moment, the good ones, you know, Formula One racers. And it's the same thing with guitar playing. You're out there on the edge, and you're the, my fingers will do something, and I'll go, uh, what did I, what did I just do? And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, <laughs> but either way, it's the same thing Steve will Steve, our guitar player, would tell you the same thing. Mm. Perry will say the same thing. You know, we we do things that um, are unexpected. Mm. We make stops. We do things. We're, we're kind of, we've been playing together so long, it's almost telepathic between the all of us. Well, there is that know. connectedness. And, yeah. And, uh, and I mentioned your love of family and your devotion there. You know, that's an anchor. That is an anchor, and and I would suspect, um, given the number of years that you and Amelia have been together, and the way you've raised your two kids, that same sort of consistency and yet flexibility. You know, let's approach this 
every time in a in a fresh way. I challenges you, me to be a better yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. My family does. Yes. At times, it helps to have a place where you can shelter. Yes. So we're going to take a moment here yeah. and have you perform once again for okay. Shelter from the Storm, according to our dear friend, Drew Tillman. Let's take a listen. It's not an original. T'was in another lifetime, one of toil and blood. Blackness was a virtue. Road was full of mud. Came in from the wilderness, creature void of form. Come in, she said, I give you shelter from the storm. But if I pass this way again, you can rest assured. I always do my best for her. That I give my word In a world of steel I death The men who are fighting to be warm Come in, she said I give you Shelter from the storm Not a word was spoke between us There was little risk involved Everything up to that point Heaven left unresolved Try imagining a place where it's always safe and warm. Come in, she said, I give you shelter from the storm. But I was burned out from exhaustion, buried in the hail, poison in the bushes, and blown out on the trail. Hunting like a crocodile, ravaged in the corn. Come in, she said, I give you shelter from the storm Suddenly I turned around She was standing there Silver bracelets on her wrist and flowers in her hair Walked up to me so gracefully and took my crown of thorns Come in, she said I give you shelter from the storm But now there's a wall between us, something that's been lost. I took too much for granted, and I got my signals crossed. Just to think that it all began on an uneventful morn. Come in, she said, I give you shelter from the storm. The deputy walks on hard nails And the preacher rides a mount Nothing really matters much It's doom alone that counts And the one-eyed undertaker Well, he blows a feudal horn Come in, she said, I give you Shelter from the storm Well, I heard newborn babies wailing Like a morning dove Old men without teeth, stranded without blood. And do I understand your question? Is it hopeless and forlorn? Come in, she said, I give you shelter from the storm. But in a little hilltop village where they gambled for my clothes, 
Bargain for salvation She give me a lethal dose Offered up my innocence And I got repaid with scorn Come in, she said I give you Shelter from the storm But I'm living in a foreign country And I'm bound to cross the line Beauty walks a razor's edge Someday I'm big and mine If I only turn back the clock To when God and her were born Come in, she said, I give you Shelter from the storm talking with Drew Tillman just before the break we were listening to this uh, legendary song Shelter from the Storm Bob Dylan your take on that tells me that uh, he's his his motivation there is what, what what's he trying change. to say? Yeah. change he, 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 just through the song he goes through uh and then his heart becomes engaged where he sees people. Uh, I've seen newborn babies wailing uh, like a, a mourning dove, an old man without teeth, stranded without love. He says this. He sees the world around him, and it gives him a, a moment where he says, I'm... I need to help them. And then, right after that, he says, in a little hilltop village, they gambled for my clothes, a bargain for salvation, and she give me a lethal dose. I offered up my innocence. I got repaid with scorn. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. It's a contradiction, but it's real because he's saying... On the one hand, he's saying, now I know what salvation is, Hmm. yet it ripped my heart in half. Hmm. And then he says, right after the last verse, he says that I'm living in a foreign country and I'm bound to cross the line. Beauty walks a razor's edge. Someday I'll make it mine. (laughs) And he he says this. So... Hmm. It's like my family challenged me to be a better man and broke my heart in a way that showed me to the truth, to God. And so I just, uh, I hope that the music moves people and they hear uh, that they're not alone because hmm. so many people feel 
that they're the only ones that feel this or only ones that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all do. Yeah. yeah, and we're not alone. Yeah, you know, if if we're if we be really honest and straightforward, and sure, it's you know, there's laughter and there's great fun with family. I mean, my kids are funny. You know, and mm-hmm. my wife is funny, mm-hmm. and they tease me, and they, you know, they get on my case, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful, it's it's beautiful, but it's also challenging. Who are your favorites when you think of those songwriters uh, that have? If you could give me... John Prine, yeah, uh, as far as pure songwriting, he yeah. just three chords the truth and here you are uh-huh. you know you, you can't write like that without being in touch hmm. and and the other one Tom Waits had a big just to be not be afraid and Bob Dylan of yeah. course yeah. not be afraid to be obscure don't try to write a hit just be honest and uh, so what I'm obscure there's a lot of my lyrics are obscure I, you know I, but I they're honest and I think that if somebody sits down and listens to them that, that uh, hopefully they'll they'll like it <laughs> you know but a lot of there was a lot of pain writing you know I wrote a song called The Addict and you're well aware I told you that that story but uh, uh, that song you know I lived it you know and Mm -hmm. came out of that and I'm I'm lucky to be here (laughs) so I'm thankful for every single moment that I have with my family and just like the rest of us we come to realize we're not alone no and it, it, unfortunately, we, we, we see too much of the isolationism, I think, and we miss out on those genuine moments where someone can just, by being in the same room at the same time, say, I'm with you. Yeah. And, and your music, for me, does that. Thank you. It does. Thank you. And, and I think it does for a lot of us. And we're privileged to have you. We've got one more song for you to do for us. Folks, this is called Woman, A Woman Like You. Which I wrote for my wife. Which is a, yeah, this is a a Drew Tillman original that you wrote for Amelia. Yeah. Drew. Thanks for having me. This this doesn't happen often enough. I know you've got an album that's going to drop here, uh, hopefully later this year. We're recording it. And we'll we'll save that for the next time you can be with us and we'll learn all about what what's happening with that and folks i will tell you just this little sneak peek that uh this is a a major undertaking and drew will have lots of goodies to bring back with him when that when that work is completed so god bless you in that thanks thanks for being here thanks for having so let's take this moment we'll listen to a woman like you drew tillman folks thanks for being with me and drew thank you for being with us today thank you for having me
chains of fear Stalk the mind, veil the heart like a one-way mirror And the reasons are questioned And I question them well Well, I see the lies, live the lies I tell myself Is it strength or weakness makes you crazy more and more? I think that maybe we search for answers Without any clue Is it up or down With a woman like you Will you follow your instincts And you cross your T's Will you out a lot It's never done Make her feel at ease And with all your might Make it through Odds are even You'll think it's weakness With a woman like you But if what you see Is what you get It's how I made it through This mess and what's right to me What you thought you knew Ah, yes, is it Up or down With a woman like you Up or down With a woman like you With all your strength and might Never really right I'm just trying to get through With a woman like you Woman like you With a woman like you Just like you Your instincts Well, the two sides to truth Does your heart reveal Do I cut a deal With a woman like you Does your heart reveal Do I cut a deal With a woman like you I'm just trying to get through I'm just Trying to get through With a woman like you Just like you Oh yeah slides into second <laughs> so there you have a conversation with drew tillman good buddy and longtime friend of this broadcast and certainly one of tallahassee's musicians most beloved 
continuing to perform around town. Uh, we're going to continue this look at local music uh, as we come back after the top of the hour. You stay in tune with Tallahassee Talks with Brian Cerny. Welcome back to the second hour, Tallahassee Talks with Brian Cerny, courtesy of our good friends at Moose Magnificat Radio, Tallahassee's radio to the world, bringing you all local, all original, all the time. We call it the Sound of Tallahassee. You can download your free app. In fact, uh, the Moose is updating the app for the station. It's going to have all kinds of nifty new features calendar of events and you know and you'll be able to check out the news feed moose news all the news a moose can use that's what they told me so um that's all good that's happening and uh, if you already have the app on your uh, apple or your android it'll it'll update it'll let you know that you're eligible for an update there uh, if you have not yet done so, I would encourage you to download that app. It's easy and it's free. Uh, it doesn't take up a whole lot of room on your phone. That's important. Go to moosemagnificat.com slash listen. Or you just go to the website, moosemagnificat.com. There's a button there that says listen. Do that, and then you'll see the the instructions for getting your uh, your Moose app on either Android or Apple, okay? iOS, I guess. Is that right? They say Apple or iOS. It's one and the same, isn't it? Yeah. So that's okay. okay, that's good. Checking on my, you know, phone knowledge. It's all changing so rapidly. Have you noticed that? Man, alive. Now people are trying to go back to flip phones. I don't quite understand that, but anyway, moving on. Uh, we have in this hour with us, remarkable folks, Kathy Rogers, who uh, has taken it upon herself, kind of a personal mission, who has for many years um, put, been posting on Facebook particularly, uh, in her love of music and her particular devotion to local music in the Tallahassee community, really just trying to be a, a good person. And I don't think that's hard for her. I think she's wired that way. And so we're going to hear a conversation with her and with remarkable musician, Chris Skeen. Now he plays with Revival, right? And Revival is this very substantial uh, music group. They refer to themselves as rock and roll, which I guess is fair. In performance, though, I've heard them heard them uh, turn it on with, I mean, jazz and blues tunes and all kinds of good stuff. And when you have the likes of Avis Berry as your lead vocalist, <laughs> yeah. I mean, think of, I don't know, think of any uh, top performing artist, uh, Aretha Franklin, um you know, Nora Jones. I mean, these these are voices that are iconic, and um, she is right in there with them. 
Anyway, we're going to talk at length with Chris Skeen, who, as a musician, a software engineer, he's got all of this technical way of thinking about things. As a guitarist and vocalist, he um, he really brings a great deal of his talent to bear. And now he's developing a, a website called musiclocal.org. Again, people who are doing more for the music community than simply contributing as musicians. They're really looking at how to better serve all of us. And it's not uncommon. Uh, I get phone calls and emails. Hey, I, I wanted to go see that show. How did I miss that? And yeah, so we're, we're, we're wanting to underscore the work that uh, Chris is doing and Kathy is doing and a lot of other people to help us stay better informed and really to help better promote and support our music community here. Uh, You heard this from Drew, the diversity of our music community, music artists, the music of Tallahassee. If you listen to our radio station, Moose Magnificat, I mean, it's a pretty substantial contribution there. There are thousands of cuts of music from these locals and it's good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, some some of these people uh, are really just kind of getting started in their musical ability. Some of them are seasoned, like a Drew Tillman, you know, or our, uh, our good friend Sarah Mack, who's now retired from the business, but, man, her music lives on. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's substantial. And with that, you find musicians looking for more and more opportunity places you know the venues where they can perform and those venues tend to uh i think further represent the diversity of our interests because you have places like house of music uh the blue tavern which tends to favor more of the well, I guess they don't favor, but they certainly have hosted a number of blues jazz artists. Uh, Danny Bedrosian was over there here just a couple of weeks ago with the uh, release of his new book. And, uh, you know, as, as a sort of funkadelic kind of guy, uh, Salty Dog is another great spot for a lot of the locals. Uh, a lot of uh, cover bands will play there. So there you go. Fire Betty's, Oyster City, Fish Camp, all these places, uh, both the Hobbit Grill locations. These are all locations where music is being offered on a local level. And let's not forget, we've got BBC at the Legion uh, keeping blues alive there with the closing of the Bradfordville Blues Club. Earlier in the year, Mac McDonald stepped up and his folks and said, you know, Diane Robinson, uh, they all wanted to make it uh, a regular thing. So they're doing a pretty good job out there. Moose carries their broadcast, uh, or I should say carries their show, is a live broadcast Friday nights. And uh, they haven't been able to book every Friday night. But most Friday nights you'll hear uh, a live show coming from the Legion Hall with BBC at the Legion and if they don't happen to have a live show that night, then uh, what the station does is simply play uh, one of the prior uh, appearances of one of the other guests that they've had uh, because uh, Moose always records any live show that we do. 
Well, that's cool, right? So we can bring that up for you on demand as we need it. And there you go. So I would encourage you in this season of the year, since music uh, contributes so sizably uh, to our celebration of Christmas and the joy of being together as friends and families and all the different parties and events, the church services that we'll attend, uh, consider the music that uh, has defined Christmas uh, not simply within our time, of course, and not even within American culture. But if you if you'll look back through some of the ages before us, uh, sacred music replete with the celebration of the birth of Christ, and uh, it it's hard to not come across uh, things that are em- emblematic. Uh, you think of Christmas carols, and I'm quickly reminded of Good King Wenceslas, right? So this was an historical character, uh, someone who actually lived, and it was sort of a legendary figure. And then uh, here comes Robert Burns, who writes a poem about King Wenceslas. Later, it was put to song. It is a, a remarkable thing when you begin to dig into some of the backstory on any of these, or even something like uh, in our time, the story of Rudolph, right? So this was a guy who was a copywriter f- uh, f- for uh, a big department store back in the day, and uh, like in the 20s. So he writes this little story about this little reindeer, Rudolph, who had this very unusual shiny nose. Well, Robert L. May was the author of that. And uh, in his poem, he identifies what it's like to be that person on the outside looking in, uh, bullied or uh, pushed pushed away from the action of, of things. So he creates this poem and then later we embrace it as the song from Gene Autry, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. When you know a little bit about where these things come from in our own culture or even from Western civilization, going back to the times when people were yet discovering what it really means to celebrate the birth of Christ. Widden Glass has been taking care of business since 1945. When you call Widden Glass, you're dealing with experienced, reliable professionals who offer only the best. Like Widden's top-of-the-line bath enclosures that provide style and luxury at an affordable price. Eye-catching storefronts are a specialty at Widden Glass. We'll help you design it and install it. Widden Glass, the first name in glass replacement. Call 222-5781. If you are a listener to Moose Magnificat Radio, and I certainly hope that you are, I hope you're listening right now, as a matter of fact, you know that we have made it our business over the many years to uh, promote and celebrate and explore the Tallahassee music scene. And we are rich with talent and diversity and all kinds of curiosity going on, uh, which for, for me is highly reflective of the nature of this whole town. 
Now, 30, 40, maybe 50 years ago, maybe not so much. And then here comes something called revival. Yeah. So revival is this remarkably highly regarded local rock and roll band. And they have been out there making it happen now for several years. We have been wanting to bring at least one of their members to us. And lo and behold, we've been successful in doing so. So let's welcome Chris Skeen to the show. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you doing? Good. You're looking well. Thank you. Uh, this is actually our first meeting, so I can't say you look even better than the last time I saw you, right? So this is well, we'll have to do it again. Sometime. We'll just <laughs> good take. So we're going to get to know you a little bit, and uh, in order to make sure that um, Chris had uh, in in tow uh, adult supervision, that's always part of the thing for me. Anyway, I have to have people around me, you know, that are my handlers. And uh, Chris, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's a productive guy. And so you don't know who might just approach him. You know, you can't have that. So here's Kathy Rogers, herself, music aficionado, um, fairly new to the Tallahassee community, got, got here about nine years ago, yes. but has this uh, de- devoted following, uh, t- following of all of these different music groups and the music scene in general and uh, as i've gotten to know her a little bit kathy just she just loves music so kathy rogers nice to have you with us thank you brian yeah thank you're looking you well me. you're looking so we got too bad this isn't more than just radio right if you could j- just see these people they're gorgeous you have to take my word for it makes me look very very good so we're going to talk at length then about revival and how that all came about and Chris I think you can speak to that very well but I also want to explore a little further with you both of you how it is the Tallahassee has become what it is now Uh, because I've been here now 40 plus years and by golly I've lived through those days when uh, the most you could find local was a guitar student from one of the universities playing at the down under for a dollar you know Uh, but a lot of folks have come our way with uh, like revival with some remarkably uh, tasty music tell us about revival from your side what is that all about sure well revival came about uh, a few years ago um, Several members of the band had been playing together for a long time. Uh, huh. Jeff, our bass player, Dylan, our drummer, uh, were in a band with Scott Campbell, uh, who is a, a extremely good guitar player and singer who unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Oh. Uh, and they were in a band called Black Hat Bones, and they were playing uh, some shows with Avis Berry, who Avis would pop Berry. in and, and you know sing with them from time to time. Oh. Uh, and after Scott passed away. Um, they all decided that they wanted to keep playing. I had known Jeff and Dylan for many years uh, throughout the music scene, so we got together and and started putting things together. Uh, and to make things a little different, I really wanted a keys player in the band just so that I wasn't just sitting out there uh, all alone. <laughs> um, so uh, you, we've had several keys players uh, come through the band, and right now uh, we've been playing with JB, John Babich, uh, of Zydeco Zoo and right. many other groups for quite well, some he's time. Good too, isn't he? Oh, he's fantastic. In yeah. fact, he's one of the first. Um, uh, his band is the first time I ever heard Zydeco music. He's one of the first blues players I ever heard when I went out to the blues club for the first time yeah. twenty years ago. He's yeah. um, he's incredible. Yep. Um, and you mentioned the, the live music scene here and how it's evolved. 
And I think that has a lot to do with a really strong foundation uh, of, of roots music players here who keep coming out and doing the thing. Yeah. And we, yeah. have, we have a lot, you know, as a younger person, mm. there are a lot of incredible role models and, and people to learn from and, and look up to here locally. Is and that I think how that it works as a, as a player? You're, you're in touch with and working with, playing with other senior members of the firm, we'll say, people that have been at it for a while. And how do, what is that like? What is that process? You are you quizzing them, or are you just watching? Are you? I think it's it's really mostly just watching and and absorbing and listening, yeah, listening and absorbing over a period of many years. Because the wonderful thing about it is you don't necessarily just go to one show. You get to you know see yeah. and talk to them for a long time. And one of the most interesting things about that whole process is, you know, you get started when you can barely play. You know, you got to a show, you're just, you know, you're brand new. And what I've noticed for myself and a lot of other musicians, sort of of my generation at least, is you kind of go through this process of, okay, you're just kind of in the audience and then yeah. maybe you're on a stage by, you know, on your own somewhere. And then eventually, you know, it's it's kind of, hey. Um, Step um, in with us, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's, right. let's play or, hey, we need a bass player, we need a guitar player, come on and, yeah. and, and jump on stage. So that happens because you're asked, not because you ask to sit in? Or how does is it can go either way, I guess, maybe? I suppose it can go either way, but I, I would say generally in that situation, it's more that you're asked. You're asked, yeah. yeah. See, they've had a chance to listen and work with you. Kathy, you have uh, watched this happen. Yes, I have. You know, throughout the number of years that you've been in Tallahassee, and even be- before your Tallahassee days, um, your your love of music, and as a, as a vocalist, yeah. would you say you were in the Sweet Adeline for like, shop, yes. like, a, like 100 years or something, you were doing yeah, that. Forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah, just forever. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I've watched lots of young guys come up through Tallahassee, even just the nine years I've been here. And you watch them watching the older guys and they're studying what they're doing and mostly they're guitar players. Um, And then they get up on stage, right? With some, one of the established bands and you can see that they're so excited. And so I think that that probably feeds their desire to continue playing. Um, and they just, mm. I think it's amazing to watch. It, ha- it happens, it seems to me, too, because you have this uh, f- sort of peripheral. You have this circle of friends yes, like you, people like Gary Anton and Kim, yes, uh, Mac, uh, uh, McDonald, McDonald now who has BBC reinvented the BBC <laughs> at the Legion. Yes. You know, and, and see, for us, that's where... We've tried to um, be that other piece to that puzzle so that yes. people who don't make it out to the show, we broadcast every uh, night that they're on a Friday night when BBC of the Legion is mm-hmm. is, is, right. in, That's so is in session. Yeah. yeah, and we're reaching out across the globe. Okay. So we have listeners in Canada and Australia because awesome. the software will tell us we got email from a kid, a teenager, uh-huh. uh, in Ireland, had found our station just cruising. You know, he was out there looking around, and he found Moose. And he emailed us to say, man, I really like this. This is really good stuff, you know. And I nice. Said, well, send your friends a link to the station. Let them yeah. know. Um, with that in mind, do you think, too, that when people are – 
information. I mean, you were you were part of the revival, revival kind of thingy right from the get-go. And, and with that, you saw it all starting to come together, right? There's been a bit of, I mean, maybe, maybe is that fair that you were kind oh, of, yeah, yeah. you're ground mm-hmm. level. So ha- talk, talk about the um, sort of the evolution of that. How does that all work out? People saying, you know what, maybe this isn't a good idea. Or how do you know if you're on the right track? Maybe that's the way to ask that question. Sure. Well, I think right track can mean a number of things. And <laughs> I'll, I'll get away from the whole Mm. Uh, playing shows and trying to get mm. people out and everything. But I feel like the way you know you're on the right track musically is if you're playing music with people and you're all having a great time and you feel um, maybe proud or, or just happy with, with what you're, maybe you record something and go, mm. that sounds that sounds really good. Or maybe you just kind of peer it in the room and you go, wow, this is, this mm. is great. And I feel like um, one of the great things about Revival is that it's a very, you know, you hear about all these bands that have all sorts of problems where people are fighting and everything. And our number one thing is to, um, I don't want to say avoid that because it's just never been a problem, uh, period. Right. Um, so I think there's a, a whole lot um, about playing music with people that is just like being friends with mm-hmm. people outside mm-hmm. of music where you mm-hmm. need to get along and you need to sort of be interested in something. You know, if one person wants yeah. to play Metallica and one person wants to play uh, Big Bill Brunzi, um, you know, maybe there's, <laughs> who knows? But uh, that's yeah. that's what it's really about. And, uh. you know, Revival, you, we're talking about its start. I mean, Revival almost started 20, 20 years ago. I mean, uh, yeah. Dylan and Jeff have been playing together forever in, in many different bands. And they've, yeah. uh, Avis has joined them many, many times. And it, it really is, is just, sort of a thing where the, the the music community here is is big enough that there's a lot going on but small enough that a lot of people know everyone they else are connected and yeah. uh, and and it was just sort of easy hey we all want to keep playing music we all kind of like this older hmm. style of rock and roll let's throw just something together and see what happens yeah it's been said that tallahassee is a small town with a lot of people in it we're gonna continue this conversation kathy rogers chris Skeen, and you stay in tune with tallahassee talks we'll be right back We're back. We're talking with Kathy Rogers, Chris Skeen, talking about the music scene in Tallahassee, talking about revival. Um, when it comes down to it, so oftentimes it seems to me there aren't enough venues to accommodate all the music that Tallahassee offers. And I know, for Kathy, that for, for you that's been a thing. maybe a thing, right? It's, it's kind of where you... Because I've seen you online, you've seen you at different shows, and you're always in there thinking about, okay, how do we get this music with bigger audiences or just more accessible audience? Right. right? Yeah, prior to COVID, there was probably about 45 to 50 venues, and currently there's probably 30. About half that many, yeah. And... um, and they've seemed like they're smaller venues. There's not a place, yeah. a lot of places for bands to play. Right. You know, there's more uh, duos, trios kind of things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we lost a lot. Um, huh. And yes, some things have opened up, but like I said, they're smaller venues. Um, and, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know very many places for 
bands like Revival. Right. Um, right. <laughs> well, we, you know, I think a lot of times too, we find ourselves uh, as a as it goes for for local musicians uh, trying to find opportunity, not just the venue itself, which, as you say, that's a big deal. Correct. But it's then everything else that's been stacked into that week or that weekend. Yes. And we're a population here. If if you include the the counties around us, we'll call it the Tallahassee Metro, right? Okay. So from, you know, Thomasville to the coast and, sure. you know, mm-hmm. back like that in Jefferson and Gaston County. All right, so about a half million people. Well, that may sound like a lot of people, but it's really not. It's really not. You know, and with that – the the opportunity then for people to be able to perform and and find uh, an event maybe mm-hmm. a, a festival you know we need more festivals and I've yes, always thought do. don't worry about what else is going on that weekend just do it um, that's that's easier said than done I grant you funding <laughs> but yeah and funding's a big part of that isn't it yeah it's the most difficult part to overcome for sure yeah because everybody needs to get paid right you've right (laughs) and and unfortunately oftentimes the musicians are the last to get paid if they get paid or they don't they're not paid well right yeah you were instrumental in the uh, florida blues jazz 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 blues Blues festival Festival. yes back in the day uh it's kind of morphed now it's part of the word of south it's uh it's uh, scotty barnhart has kind of taken that to, yes, we to, have to we his, sponsor kind of a right. Tent, so it, say, right, yeah. So word it happens. South. It happens within the Word of South Festival. Yes. Uh, by but it, I think it illustrates your point that to have that as a standalone sustainable right. festival, I mean that that's that's it a piece of change. Requires a huge budget, and yeah. after our second year, we couldn't come up with the funding. Yeah. Um, to make it that third year. Right. And then, the, as you say, when you have all the venues of that you do, yes. as, as as few as they are, yes. the, you know, the Adderley uh, perf- Amphitheater. Amphitheater there at Cascades, yes. I mean, that's in high demand. And it the is. opportunity to book that is always a big question mark because that's controlled by the city, isn't it? Or how does that I think work? the counties. County, county, right. where is it's it runs it? And, and you're only they only allow certain I think maybe six or seven like loud events uh, uh, so um, and of course they save those for the big shows like sure. um, yeah like somebody coming in from out of town from out of or, town right from out of town and yeah. so it's about the decimal yeah. and how late the shows can go on um, so it is limited that's why there's not I mean there should be shows there all the time right yep weekly yep. or yep. several a month at least but you know it's funny I think there's maybe four or five a year six a year you bring that up because <laughs> i'm thinking chris this may be something that you're aware of or not but when they first built the theater there uh all of this was going on and it wasn't until it was all said and done it was all completed that the local neighborhood started complaining, complaining. right about yes. sound levels i'm like <laughs> You have a freight train that runs past you <laughs> exactly. every day. What is the big freaking deal? Yes. Whatever. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I I sort of wonder if I, oh, free concert. Just yeah. go outside and listen. Come um, on, exactly. man. Yeah, right. Grab your cooler and sit there and enjoy it. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, maybe that's where we, we still have a bit of growing up to do, maybe as yes. a town. You know, another yes. thing that comes to mind, when the Tallahassee Mall was converted into, and you have this amazing stage out there. Yes, and we've had, what, four events, maybe? The backstory on that is the guy who, who personally... <laughs> ZZ Top, though. ZZ Top played the Tallahassee I Mall. Mean, That's one of my favorite factors. I think the Eagles did. Yeah, the uh, there have been, a, there been the some bands out there, but the problem was really the fact that the guy who was personally responsible for setting that in motion okay. passed away about mid, oh. midstream. Okay. And he had a lot of his money put into it. He had investors out of uh, up in Pittsburgh, I believe. And nice. all of that just kind of hit the skids. Right. But, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I remember talking with him back in those days. And for that first year, he had already booked out uh, local high school choirs. This was going to be for Christmas, right? Okay. <laughs> he had the symphony lined up. He had acts coming from all over oh. the country to perform every so that every day leading up to Christmas would be Bucked. would be music. Yeah. Awesome. Right. And then the city said, "Well, you can't do that." Because you you have to have a permit. You have to have a sound permit or whatever they called it. Right. So he said, "Okay, well, uh, how do what how do, do I do what do I do? Yeah. yeah. How do I get the sound permit?" Well, we don't know. We have to find it. We have to but there's a there's a there's an ordinance somewhere here. We're going to find it. And he, he looked at me, he said, I have never been anywhere in my life. And this oh, guy yeah. was like a billionaire developer. Yes. He had done this stuff all over the world. But he came to Tallahassee, and you're like, what? I can't get there from here. Yeah, yes. that's that's one of the many challenges <laughs> yes. of, of creating a venue and putting on a show. There there are just a tremendous amount of things like that you, that you have to deal with that aren't obvious. And yeah. a lot of institutional knowledge. You know, um, when COVID happened, in my mind, the Tallahassee music scene, you know, kind of going at 2015 and onwards was just really starting to get its legs underneath it. I yes. guess, again, this is kind of a cycle thing, but venues were getting soundproofing. They knew the bands uh, that worked for their crowd, everything, you know, everyone kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. And then COVID happened and a bunch of people had to let their leases yeah. go. And, you know, the, Lost the, momentum. the, the you yeah. know, the, the acoustic paneling gets taken out <laughs> and the sound systems get taken out. And the next people to start running those venues uh, have to begin really learning yes. this stuff all over again. And yes. the musicians change. And, yes. um, and, and so much of the live music scene is really powered by individuals and something you know something happens to a, a particular person yes, and all of exactly. a sudden uh, a wonderful thing goes away i mean we have a number you mentioned mac mcdonald who's just been a superhero and gary and kim of the bbc yeah. who who are holding that down i think for, of for russ pengrass in that same capacity i was about to mention yes. him russ has been a superhero he uh, you know he's 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 kept his yeah. venue open through COVID, I mean, it's yeah. it's just the tenacity there is yeah. really inspiring. Yeah, he's a tough guy, and I'm very I'm very thankful for it because <clears throat> it's um it's a room with a great sound system. They yep. know how to do shows. Do they it. know how to promote shows. It's a yeah, there are a lot of great things about it, and you can't take those types of things for granted because no. they can disappear tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, yeah, for any reason. Yeah, is great mm -hmm. for yeah. a great venue. I've heard scuttlebutt too that he's looking at purchasing another facility. I've heard that too. Yeah. But I don't know where it's located or. Well, I thought that... I thought I heard him talking about the old uh, Toys R Us building over there. Really. I don't know. Maybe that was a, my imagination. Okay. I have a wild imagination. Right. But that would make a great music facility, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah. 
Yeah. With some retrofitting, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a huge yeah. cavernous. It's a, it's a big box. As long as, as, long as this, the toys are still there. We're <laughs> hey, I think we could work it out. You know, Jeffrey, he'll, he'll, he's, he's cool. <laughs> Folks, we're talking with Kathy Rogers and Chris Skeen. Uh, having a good time here talking about the local Tallahassee yes. music scene, all things moose-related, and the very uh, compa- comparable people who really are behind the scenes, people like Kathy Rogers, Chris Skeen, who... Uh, are on stage, behind the scenes, making it happen. Stay with me. We've got a little bit more with these fine people. You're in tune with Tallahassee Talks. Folks, there are four ways to shine in life, and Merry Maids has it all going on. Experience, reliability, thoroughness, and professionalism. Well, that's why we rely on Merry Maids right here at our studios, because, you know, I do need a little shine from time to time. And my friends at Merry Maids can make it happen with guaranteed satisfaction, screened and trained employees, bonded and insured performance, even a free consultation. Merry Maids can customize cleanings to fit most budgets and fit your busy schedule with cleanings on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or an on-call basis. Merry Maids will deep clean your home on that first visit, something that you've probably been wanting to do, but you don't have to. Call Merry Maids, relax, and it's clean. Right here in Tallahassee, Call 386-2205 or find them online at merrymaids.com. That's 386-2205. We're back. We're talking with Kathy Rogers, Chris Skeen, the Tallahassee music scene. That sounds good. (laughs) You know, Kathy, you're one of those people, too, who seems to be trying to connect the dots and bring people together. Yes. You know, you're that coordinator, communicator, and that's really the fabric, isn't it? That's it's what, so important. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why I'm here in this interview is is because of Kathy. So you're yeah. you're spot on there. And you know, music is all about people and communication. Definitely. And and so having you mention a scene, I think it's really about people who know each other, are acquainted with each other, like each other, enjoy listening to some of the same things. Yes. And I think you can extend that to a scene in general or or small subgenres of scenes. I mean right. there there right. are little pockets of those things all over Tallahassee. Yeah, and, and you've you can... taken it upon yourself, if I'm not mistaken, you have something called musiclocal.org, which is a novel uh, website that you're in that's now formed and you're you're expanding that. Tell us about that website. Sure. Well, Music Local is a project that is is very close to my heart and is really uh, jumping jumping out of the gate because of Kathy's work that she's been doing, put together a live music event listings for weekends in Tallahassee. Uh. And what I've noticed over the, you know, as as the internet has grown up and things have changed, we used to have all of the, the listings in the limelight and, and um, that sort of fell away. And it can be... I, we don't necessarily have time to go into it here, but it, it is extremely challenging to sort of schedule lists and, and, and deal with all of the things that, that go into putting together a music right. list and compiling yes. it. Right. I think Kathy spends many hours a week um, doing those weekend dates. Uh. And so that, that sort of didn't exist anymore. It seemed like a no-brainer for me to put that on a website, and I, I'm getting a little carried away with it. So it's now a mobile app. It's available on <laughs> iOS, uh, and it'll be up on Android soon. Nice. And and really, um, one of the things that I'd like to do with it is provide comprehensive event listings, uh. because one of the hardest things, 
uh, about this whole music scene is that it's very much something that either build momentum can either build, yes. um, or or momentum can either fall off, and you get yeah. you get you know as as things build, you get new venues opening and more people going out to shows, and sure. things fall off. Sure. You get, musicians leaving town you yeah. get all sorts of things yeah. and for me personally um, when I was looking for what to do I was always going to Kathy's Facebook page <laughs> but when I talked to someone at a venue who had just moved to town they said oh what do you, how do how do I find out what's going on in Tallahassee yeah. and I said well you got to find this person named Kathy on Facebook and you got to send her a friend request and you, you got to remember notice, to check Kathy, your page you're not allowed to right. leave town okay right. you're, you're not yeah. going anywhere because we'll we'll find you yeah. <laughs> right, exactly yeah. even this summer when I was in Austin for four months I still did the Tallahassee line. is that right yes. well see yes. this is the kind of dedication it takes folks you really need the people who are those sort of the connecting Ab- tissue don't absolutely you? Yeah. I mean uh, I'll speak from the perspective of, mu- of a musician just being a musician playing live music is extremely uh, time-consuming and challenging and it involves once you get into the administrative side a lot of context switching so yeah. first you got to be good at music right. there goes a few thousand hours of your life right there right there <laughs> yeah. um, and <laughs> then you have to be able to switch gears from that to then book shows and not yeah. only book shows but put bands together and deal, you know, most local musicians are in multiple bands. And so you have to schedule uh, your your shows uh, against every other wow. person in, in your band. Wow. And then you have to be on, you know, you mentioned uh, throwing a festival uh, and not caring what was going on on the date. And I sort of internally was like, ooh, no, you can't do that. Uh, because I've had so many situations where, uh, you know, Revival will be playing a show and then yeah. another, another yeah. great band right. is playing a show. I think all bands involved feel, oh man, I wish I could go to my friend's show. I would, yeah, you know, they're in town. Yeah. I remember that happening with um, mm. uh, a- Adam and the Testifiers. My friend oh, Adam yeah, was yeah. in town a few a month a few months ago, and we had a show on the exact same date. Wow. And and doing that kind of thing, it's yeah. it's extremely time consuming and challenging. And and then to throw the music thing on top of it, and then to throw a a, a job that pays the bills on top of that, um, it can take a lot of effort. And so all of the contributions that non musicians. And, and and other people, I mean, the venue owners, every yeah, you know, everyone yeah. involved, those things are so important it's a because huge you know yeah. when you know as a musician, you really can only do so much and with your time and energy and and if you're focusing on the music, right, then then you need a little bit of help from your friends with, right. with some of the other things. Right, and Kathy, for you, this is not a paid thing you this do. This is not a paid. No, thing. this is just it's your my labor of love. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it started when I had. Sometimes I'm forgetful about things, and mm. I had made myself a list so mm. I would know, hey, where do I want to go on Friday? Where do I want to okay. go Saturday? Okay. And it became this thing on Facebook, and uh-huh. all my friends were like, you got to post, you got to post. Yeah, it. Yeah. And now yeah. it's been almost five years, and um, uh. I can't go out to a venue without somebody saying, hey, are you Kathy Rogers? And I'll go, uh, yes. Yeah, and they'll go, yeah. You, I always look for your list because I that. have to know where to go on this night. You know, one of the uh, folks that sponsors the our broadcast of BBC at the Legion Friday nights, this is Jowers Automotive down there oh, on, yes, on Pershing. Oh, yes, I know him. <laughs> and Kevin is just the most wonderful guy. And uh, Matt, he is old school because he'll say, well, I, I, I don't, how do I find out when what's playing at, at the Legion? I said, well... You could check the Facebook page. No, I don't. I don't have Facebook. I don't do that. Can I tell you a story about him? Do you have a phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me. I was getting my car fixed. I heard the blues on the 
radio. Always. Um, and I started talking to him and told him about my list. He is now on my email list. There you go. I have about six people on an email list. That okay. They don't do Facebook. And so Facebook. I now send dollars um, my Sweet. Friday, Saturday list. Sweet. So, <laughs> folks, if you're, if you're gathering from this conversation that there's a lot of work to do here, uh, but thankfully we've got some very able people doing that work. Uh, I look forward to this uh, uh, further development of musiclocal.org, and yes, no doubt Miss uh, Rogers over here will have uh, contributions to that, I would think. Absolutely. So, so you guys are kind of collaborating on that deal. Yeah. And let's see if we can get some more people involved in that part. Technology has come light years, light years. In, in the past decade or so. Yes. And yet the situation involving software for musicians, I think, is almost worse than it was um, wow. eight, eight or so years ago, because you huh. you sort of have a lot of, you have a lot of competing things going on in, in the tech world, but a lot of it is about creating apps that people just click on, you mm, know, like mm, uh, mm. Um, uh, gambling apps. And, and mm. uh, you know, everyone in the tech world is focused on scaling things and doing things nationally and all this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like personally, all, all that you really need is, hey, wouldn't it be great if our schedules just synced up a little better and could auto, you know, right. uh, get listed on a site or something. So I'm very excited about, we're, we're just in the first inning for Music Local. I'm, I'm really excited about yeah. the, the additional things we're though. gonna we're gonna yeah. um, build but that's exactly right i mean just being able to know when your band when, yeah. when your friend's band's playing so you don't yeah. book a gig on yeah. the same day yeah. that, that sort of thing seems like it would be easy uh, but it's actually still pretty difficult it's to a do challenge. In practice. yeah folks i really uh, love listening to you and and appreciate i know our listeners appreciate learning more about what this really involves and and get some of the understanding of what this thing music scene it, it really amounts to it's it's a lot of devotion, a love of the music and the and the performing and and one another it's, and it's a it's, it's yeah it's it's yeah. a labor of love and also of tradition because one of the mm. great I mean this part of the country has such a rich musical history. Mm. You mentioned learning how to play and all those things. There is nothing better uh, for learning how to play guitar than going into a room where someone has their amp cranked to 8 and then having to get up on stage next to them and realize, "Oh, that stuff I did in my bedroom that wasn't uh, quite as cool as I thought it was. Wow, and yeah. so having having the mentors to look up to, having people you can see, people like Mississippi James, who has just taught everyone how to play guitar. Yeah, I yeah. already mentioned Scott, JB. The list goes on and on. I mean, people at the FSU Music School, like Leon Anderson, Scotty Barnett, having those mentors to look up to yeah. is yeah. so important. Because not only do they show you how to do it, not only from a skill perspective, mm. but from mm. a person perspective, how do you, how yeah. you do it as a person? Y you can't learn some of this stuff on the, the internet. I mean, I'm, I'm a good guitar player because I grew up around other good guitar players uh, and uh. I learned so much from them. Yes. Um, you know, I, one of my friends who I grew up with is, is I grew up with Neil Gorey and Frank Jones who both play around town a lot. Yes. And it's, it's, it's almost, a, it, you see the gaps in your playing right away when you when you set them on stage and, and play next yeah. to one of them. So it's yeah. it's an incredible thing. It's a very personal thing. It's a very physical thing where you where you have to be in a room. Yeah. And I think it's so that's so valuable. I love the internet. I'll I'll stay on the uh, internet all day. But there is nothing like talking to people in person. Exactly. There's nothing like listening to music in person. Yes. And there's nothing like learning music in person in a live venue. And I'm so thankful that we still 
have um, yes. these these you know mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. only a handful, but there are still some great They're venues. Still out there. And the yes. people who who built these things are still around. Are, are, right. are many of them are right. still around right. and, and learning from them is a joy. Well, we are committed. Most Magnificat streaming radio. In fact, we're updating our apps this month and the apps will include a calendar of events awesome. uh, so that you can go to your app and you can actually request music you can connect with the station you'll be able to connect with individual artists you'll know what what's going on so so i suspect Amazing. there'll be yeah. some more collaboration going on uh, among us folks this is what we do here we're called tallahassee talks because that's kind of <laughs> what we like to do We're the production of Spatterwork Media and Entertainment here in Tallahassee, coming to you from the studios of Moose Magnificat. You'll find them online at moosemagnificat.com. Playing all local musicians, their original songs, all the time. We call it the Sound of Tallahassee. Carl Cerny is our executive producer. I will be looking for you again next week. So come on, Tallahassee. Come talk to me.